Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Poisoner's Cabinet. I'm Sinead. And I'm Nick. And this is your weekly podcast exploring the lives of the great poisoners, macabre murders and captivating crimes from across the centuries and creating curious cocktails inspired by the Dells of Riddell. And it's episode 156. I'm back. You're back, Nick. I don't have a scary, croaky voice anymore. No, it's better normal and back some to... people are disappointed. I know, yeah. <laughs> I'm disappointed. It was quite fun. <laughs> and yeah. I also got a lot of messages going, what have you done? <laughs> so, no, I'm back. Thank you, everyone, who said such lovely messages i have been poorly but i am well on the way to recovery you were hit by yeah it was not fun bad flu yeah. you know hence this episode if anyone's listening in real time it's like yes I'm, we're sorry it's coming yeah. a bit late but nick's health must come first I, unfortunately so my capacity for sleep must not <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> i've been absolutely. running around going are you okay <laughs> what are we doing oh god yeah i mean and well huge thanks to Sinead as well because this should have been my episode this week and i'm just like no i cannot write so Sinead has written an episode <laughs> and she did the patron by herself and she wrote the theme to and she's the theme tune. <laughs> so thank you very much to that's alright I like cars <coughs> but well, you, well you're coughing for sympathy yeah. there and everything uh, uh, I'm well, not well yes yeah aside from recovering from the brink of death brink brink it was are you well how are you otherwise apart, apart from that apart from brink of death moonship moonship it was a popular uh, trade yeah, absolutely <laughs> well it's the weekend it is the weekend and and it's Eurovision <gasps> it's Eurovision Oh, That's this exciting. is very good. Yeah, I had to be well for that because there's no way I'm sitting at home by myself watching Eurovision. No way. So I have no. to force the germs to leave my body if I concentrate really, really hard <laughs> and strain. Sure, a few people around the world are probably planning Eurovision parties and doing big old do. Someone you work with was explaining mm. the, the the level of <laughs> staging that has gone into their Absolutely. mega, mega party. I just want a sofa, some good company. <laughs> Some drinks and snacks, and everyone's going to shut the fuck up. Absolutely. None of this chatting malarkey. No, no, no. We, we have to have a scorecard. I My want to listen to the songs. <laughs> My dear friend John Byron, hopefully, will be joining us. And he saw it once by accident with me when I watch it every year. He turned up next year with a scorecard he'd created. <laughs> the level of detail on it was would be worrying for a normal person, but he's a pilot. So this is the kind of level of detail you'd want yeah. with someone flying a plane. But yes, I'm excited That's for it. That's going to be good, yeah. Any poisonings this week? Well, yeah, with me, there was me. You can't keep milking that. I can. I mean, it's been two weeks now. I can milk <laughs> Was that. it the milk? Yeah, yeah. I, I can definitely carry on this going. Okay. That made no sense. What? <laughs> <laughs> you poisoned your brain. Yeah, absolutely. So this... it's it's still in there. It's still in there. This is how the flu ended. Then the last couple of days, you just were going... I have just made no sense. My brain is not working. Yeah, it's just failed me. <laughs> Any sort of words. I, I really have to think about words. <laughs> Otherwise, they just come out like... Blah, 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 blah. I was here writing the episode because I thought you needed company. And you were sort of wandering around in a daze for a bit. Like you had this sort of black look in your eye. And I'm like, is Nick going to try and set fire to the couch? Yeah. Well, speaking of our brains not working and uh, telling everyone to shut the fuck up while we watch Eurovision, I think it is time for us to thank our delicious Patreon subscribers. Oh, we shouldn't. And they are the most ardentest of Eurovision fans, I have no doubt. Um, thank you very much. Firstly, to Lillian. To Sam Compton. To Andrea Finch. To Norbibs. And to Anne Puckett. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoy the Poisonous Cabinet and Eurovision. What? That made sense in my head. <laughs> Poisonous Cabinet and Eurovision. Yeah, that's that's what I said. <laughs> good. Okay, good. Yeah, right. That's, Patreon, that's, that's... Patreons will get it. I'd say we had fun on Patreon this week. Y- you got a mini episode of me reading shit. Yeah. <laughs> 
me reading some weird crimes from times gone by, which was, <laughs> I had fun. Yes, Sinead had a jolly time. I had a it. lovely time. I think I was crying on a couch. Nick, we have our pre-cocktail cocktails. Mm. Are you ready to drink more cocktails and talk about poison? Uh, yes. Or we could drink more poison and talk about cocktails. No. No. No, I want more cocktails. Uh, it's, it's bizarre recording on a Friday. It is. It's Friday it's night. It's normally midweek, but now because of <laughs> deathliness, it's been postponed. And so it's, yes, it's very peculiar. I should be in the pub now, but I'm sitting here with a cocktail. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been ill all week, so you're ready yeah. to uh, get on it. Indeed, yes. Well, shall we go with the first let's, one? Yeah, whatever that one was. Let's do that. Cocktails. Yes. Cocktails, cocktails, cocktails and cocktails, chat. Cocktails, cocktails. <laughs> Wonderful. Bring hooray, hooray, hooray. But we can't, we can't, we can't possibly have a story without a cocktail in hand. As you know, dear listeners, every week we choose a secret ingredient that is inspired by the tale that we tell and it will flavor our cocktail of the week. And this week's secret ingredient is... Madness. Mad. Quite appropriate, I feel. Madness, <laughs> yes. So, yeah, absolutely. I, I've gone a bit mad this week as well. Mm. I've had several 12-hour days in a row. <laughs> uh, it's shark week, let's just face it. <laughs> well. Some people will not know what that yep, is. Lovely, and other people lovely. go, oh, come on, woman. It's enough like, of that. Hey, you know what? It's a normal thing. We all have to deal with it. Sharks are dreadful. <laughs> I love a shark. Every week is shark week. <laughs> but yes, madness. Madness is the theme, is the feeling, is the entity in the room. Yes, it is. So with madness then as the ingredient, the inspiration, what have you come up with? We are having a mad monkey. <laughs> I was sure it was going to be a mad monk. No. And then you just carried on. Mon- a mad monkey. monkey. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm frightened by that. Why? Because I don't really like monkeys. Oh, they're terrifying. Yeah, they, they are. They rip and your arms off. Exactly, legitimately. Like, it's not like my fear of flamingos, which is just stupid. Yeah. Uh, I acknowledge that. Chimpanzees. Uh, chimpanzees and ape, I believe. Chimpanzee and ape. I, I so. don't know which I don't know what the difference is, is to be honest. I well, I just, certain monkeys really frighten me. I mean, some, some monkeys are very, very vicious. Oh, no, uh, they tear people's faces yeah, off. Yeah, absolutely. They'll, they'll eat you alive. Oh, a mad monkey. Well, yeah. if it's a, but if it's a small one, like on Monkey Island, then yes. uh, then we can go on board with A small, mischievous monkey. Oh, yeah. Who wears hats. <gasps> oh! But steals your hats. And he's like, where's my hat? Oh, the monkey's got it. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh that damn monkey. <laughs> And he's put the hat on his foot. Oh, he's mad. <laughs> oh, he's mad. He is. He's a crazy monkey. <laughs> yes, that, that, that's fine. That kind of monkey is oh, fine. Oh, let's have that kind of mad monkey. Not the other tear off not your that, eyelids. Not that. I'm going to eat your face, monkey. <laughs> I'm going to wear you like a suit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a terrifying... That's a mad evil monkey. Yes. That's <laughs> so, a Planet of the Apes situation. Why don't we know the difference between apes and monkeys? <laughs> I would say it's never come up in conversation before. It's come up in science. So in yeah, like biology, I, didn't you ever like do it at school? Because I feel like I've had this conversation many times. Do you know times. how long ago that was? Yes, I do, mate. Because I'm older than you. Yeah. But so a long time. So if I can't remember it, I mean, you're several decades more ancient than I am. That's true. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something for us to look up in the Perhaps, break. I mean, was, was evolution a thing when you I were don't, at school? I know. God, no. No, no. no. It, was, it was just the Lord came down. Yeah, absolutely. Gave you some rocks and said, <laughs> do the best that you can. Yeah. And then disappeared on a cloud. Yeah, so there was no things, monkey, apes, no distinction. No, no, no. no. Belly buttons were problem enough for us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, a mad monkey. It's mischievous. It sounds fun. I think it is high time for us to swing into the poisonous cabinet kitchen and shake up a storm. So we'll see you in a minute. We'll see you in a bit. And we're back. Hello. Well, Nick, a mad monkey. Mad monkey. But also we did work out what was a monkey and what is an ape. Oh, I've forgotten that. You said all apes are monkeys. All apes are monkeys, but but not all monkeys are apes. Yes. Monkeys have tails. Monkeys are higher up in the... Primate. Biological hierarchy thingamajig. But apes are bigger. But apes are bigger and scarier and and will eat your face. Uh, With their chimpanzees, definitely, and gorillas. But monkeys also include uh, gibbons and baboons and they'll fuck you up. We learned something. General fuckery. But we have a mad monkey in our midst. A mad monkey. Oh, it looks mad. It looks very pleasant. It looks maddening. Does it look maddening? I don't know. I, th- I would think a maddening drink would be sort of green and fumes and well, stuff. Well, I mean, you see, the first thing I went to when you said madness, I thought, right, this is going to be like a bowl of absence. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was my initial sort of yeah. thing. Just here, just have a have a whole pint of absinthe. Someone did suggest uh, a, a recipe that just had absinthe and cognac. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, 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 yeah. no. We need the, to live. Something like that. But I thought, no, I'm going to I'm going to not do that. 
And not do that. Okay, going to ease us into yeah, the madness. Exactly. Okay, lovely. Well, the mad monkey. I wonder what makes it monkeyish. But let's look. It's very. It's amber. It's not brown. Not brown. So yeah, an amber hue. I would say a topaz, if it will. It smells of alcohol. Just you how very unequally I poured these as well. Yeah, exactly. You poured it of a great big yeah. measure, haven't yeah. you? And you've got a symbol, but a, but a symbolful. But a symbolful. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to your good health, Nick. Oh, all things are happening. There's oh. a lot. Oh, there's a lot. Oh, and it Ooh. works. It works exceptionally well with a mini baby bell I've just eaten as well. Very <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nick has an array of snacks that he has been absolutely rinsing through. <laughs> rinsing through. I've had one mini baby bell. Yeah, you say. I wasn't in that kitchen. Got my second one. You got on your second standby. one lined up, and yeah. the hummus is waiting. Yeah. Don't have a mini baby bell with this cocktail. Well, I can't imagine it because this is sharp and uh, and fierce. Yeah. Don't, don't dislike it, but there's something going on. Can I send you mad? There's a fucking okay. So it's really lemony to start with, or citrusy. And then about five seconds after you've taken the sip, you kind of go... <laughs> like like there's something happening to your tongue. And there's something fucking twiggy in there, isn't there? That's that's where madness lies. That madness lies in, in twigginess. In twigs. But there's a lot of citrus covering it. But I can still sniff it out. I'm right, aren't I? I don't know how the fuck you got that. <laughs> <laughs> is there the green? There is the green. The green chartreuse is in there. I I can spot it a mile off. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed you got that one. Because my tongue has gone numb and I have to use words in a minute. Oh, bloody hell. I doubt hell. there's just that, to be honest. I'm sure I can't stop moving my mouth. What's going on with this drink? It is madness. It's sending you mad. Oh goodness me! What 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 what's happening? Tell us about it. Well, there's a lot going on. Oh shit! There's a, there's a, there's a lot going on oh, in this shit. one. Okay. It's um. So yeah, my usual thing of I thought this week. So I, I, we've had there's a gin run. In it. There's gin in there. Because I know because you measured out some gin before you gave me a gin and tonic. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on. So I thought we we've had a run of quite sort of spirit forward hefty drinks of late. Yeah. So I thought okay, I'm going to look for something a bit more. Perhaps a bit more lighter, a bit more citrusy. So I thought, ah, oh, this sounds interesting. Yeah. In a lighter citrusy. It's not. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's in a, my sort of thing of three, four ingredients in a cocktail tops. Yeah. Seven. Seven. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. So yeah, there's def- definitely madness involved here. So yeah, so we have gin. Gin. Now, originally, it, it calls for Monkey 47. That's where the mad monkey comes comes from. I don't have monkey forty seven, so I've just used normal gin. Oh, okay, Tanqueray, and, and stolen, yeah, Tanqueray, mm. and stolen the name. <laughs> so you have gin, you have some chartreuse, you have some green chartreuse, <laughs> you have some maraschino. I thought there was maraschino in there. Some maraschino in there. Yeah. So you have some lime. So you're adding towards the last word territory. Oh, okay. Then you're gonna chuck some banana in there. No. <laughs> monkeys monkeys love a banana. I was going to say banana, but I didn't get it. You've got a bit of banana going on there. Banana. And you've got a bit of amaro. Oh. You need, you need a bit of amaro in oh, there as well. Good Let's Lord. just add the rittenish. And then just chuck some lemon juice in, just <laughs> for why not. <laughs> My God. So chuck everything you've got into a bucket. It's um, a jungle in there, isn't it? It's a jungle it? in there. It truly is a jungle. I swear to God I was going to say, them. is there bananas in it? I can't taste it. No. And this is, the maraschino. There's the same amount of banana, maraschino, green chartreuse are in equal quantities in that. I'll tell you what, it's not unpleasant, but I don't know what to make of it. Yeah. I weird. like how citrusy it is. That's the only thing that's saving it. You kind of go, oh, that's nice and crisp, but then you kind of go. <laughs> it's not one I'm going to make again. It's not bad. It's not bad. But then there's no reason for the seven things in there. No. It makes you go, couldn't this just have been a last word in your case? And for me, couldn't this just have been that without the green shot? Well, it's like a ca- casino or something like that. So <laughs> yeah, casino. Have... Yeah, yeah. The banana adds nothing. The banana, yeah. And yeah. the amaro. And the amaro in there as well. Then you've got the Mont- Montenegro amaro in there. Which I quite like, but it's just sort of lost, isn't but it? I mean, it is a very, very small amount. And I yeah. think that is what it's also giving that slightly brownie hue. Okay. On there. So, yeah. I think it's truly a mad monkey. Uh, it's, it is definitely mad. And it had banana in it. And it's got banana in. Monkeys like bananas. It's a thing. It's a thing that was made well done us. And for all the listeners who have been gathering the bottles as they've come along with us during the show, this is one that you can just chuck shit Absolutely. into. Yeah. Just, you, you've got all those bottles, go for it. Whoever bought banana liqueur. You got that banana liqueur in episode six and you're, <laughs> you're still with us, then here's your time to use it. Exactly. Do that, then do some <laughs> shots with it. Okay. Well, with the Mad Monkey, 
in hand. Yeah. We we need to stay on its side. We don't want to be on its wrong side. And we're heading down the street. Is it time for a story, Nick? Yes. Okay. Now, I'm going to regale you with tales. I like tales. I had uh, I had but 24 hours to pull this together. When I was looking up possibilities for this week's episode, I found a story along the theme of the ingredient. Now, madness, madness is really quite a big subject when you it think is. about it for crime and for all the avenues that we could go down people have already started guessing on the ingredient post that we've put out is it people who committed crimes who were very famously mad madmen who were in asylums or insane asylums or in hospital receiving treatment what is the definition of insanity with crimes i was just looking some of that up just recently and it's really interesting you know i was thinking around things that have the moniker of mad okay uh, we're looking at one particular story that has been sent to us a few times by our lovely listeners. And then I went down the, the old podcaster's rabbit hole, yeah. you know, where you click on a link and then you're just absolutely hit with a cacophony of Wikipedia and articles and mediums and all those sorts oh, of things. Yes, going, all the lists. <laughs> the lists. Top 10 mad things ever. <laughs> yes. And then you kind of go, oh, click this one. Oh, my God. Oh, click this one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, but it sort of it laid out... A series of crimes. So I have one big mad case. People have referenced before that I'm going to come to, but it also found a couple of uh, little ones, some amuse bouche, if you will. Side madnesses. Side mad side dishes that will all involve a degree of madness because they're mad Mad. crimes and mostly by mystery assailants. Ooh, mystery mad people. Mystery mad people. Yes, alliteration. So we're going to start off strong, I feel. Nick, have you ever heard of Whipping Tom? I have. Mm. And I don't know why I have. The name rings a bell. The name rings a bell. I could not tell you why or for where or whom. Whipping Tom is the man, seemingly, behind a very serious series of crimes. Now, these are crimes, and then at the time, not pleasant at all. It's, It's very hard not to look back on this and laugh. Yeah. And we are going to take a lighthearted approach to this. This is not to lessen any of the, the, the bad experiences felt by the people involved, but we're going to acknowledge it wasn't funny at the time, but it's very funny when you retell it now. Uh, because we're going back to 1681, Nick. Oh, that's quite way, that's quite a way back. 1681, to the yeah. streets of London. The streets of London are no place for a woman to walk alone at uh, night. Quite not. Absolutely. What I loved initially when looking into this story and some of the others is that some of the assumptions that are made in articles when writing about this particular uh, case, you've got limited paragraphs, but generally people going the 1600s, God, it was a lawless place, London. It oh, was. absolutely. It was a dreadful, dreadful place. No semblance of law and order. You'd walk down the street and be stabbed in the face and have your knickers stolen, and that yeah, was absolutely. it. And that was just the monkeys. Yeah, it was it, just the monkey. They were roaming free. They had gangs of them. Jack the Ripper was a monkey. Yeah, yeah. we can prove it. But yes, uh, not entirely true. Not entirely true. It's, it's quite an interesting period in the 1600s because you still have sort of some part time constables, mm-hmm. uh, mainly private landowners, who've decided, I will uphold the law out of the goodness of their heart but also the sort of justice system emerging where mostly it's relying on the good nature of everyone else in the street yeah he did it (laughs) yes if you see a crime you must jump up and you must stop them and you must chase them and if uh, suspects were on the run then the sort of sheriffs whoever was vaguely not even paid employed in their this was a hobby of theirs to catch the criminal. They'd all say, well, it's your duty as citizens and bystanders Ooh. to come and join the mob and track them down. So Absolutely. when we sort of say mob justice, this was actually what everyone was expected to do. Stop thief. And like, you know, th- that is actually people shouting. It was the street. A, a, you were su- a call to arms. Yes. You yeah. were supposed to respond. <laughs> like, oh, wait, no, I'll stop. Stop. Or I'll <laughs> say not, stop again. Not just get your phone out and go, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> just snap pictures of them. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of lessened these days. Oh, yeah. yeah, back in the day. Yeah, it was your public duty to respond. You had thief takers, obviously, who were the equivalent of modern bounty hunters. But yes, if you were walking the streets of London in 1681, that specific year, you had to rely on the goodwill of people around you to protect you. So, of course, when the sun sets, it is a breeding ground for criminals. Oh, be home, home way before that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And if you were walking the streets, you might befall some unfortunate uh, company. It's a perfect stalking ground for Whipping Tom. Now, what on earth did Whipping Tom do? You might have well, a guess. I'm, I, may, I may have a guess that he involved whipping. 
Yeah, you're thinking like riding crop or kind of like an actual whip. Or... Yeah, or, or perhaps just making some nice cakes. <laughs> <laughs> perhaps he was just going around just baking, <laughs> whipping some egg whites, making a nice meringue. Just, you see perhaps. him lurching out of the shadows. Yeah, with a, with a bowl and going, ha ha, holding meringues over his head. <laughs> And then skulking back into the dark. Whipped it with an inch of its life. Exactly. Not not that. He it's was not, not Mary as Berry. imposing. No, no, no. Mary Berry's great, 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 great grandmother uh, was was not the imposing force that she wanted herself to be. Went back to just baking in shops. Became then, Mrs. Then, if not that, then I might go, yeah, perhaps some sort of riding crop or mm, mm. something like that. Yes, yeah. beating people in the street. Yeah. Well, Whipping Tom operated between Fleet Street, The Strand and Holborn. So and okay. of course, lurking in dark alleyways, as very one, much a picture does. all the beautiful oldie timey dark alleyways. Oh, it's very creepy. <laughs> I'm, I'm loving some oldie timey dark alleyways. <laughs> exactly. Well, you've got a picture in your head, haven't you? Cobbles and cobbles steam. and. <laughs> I don't know why stick like mist. Mist, yeah, fog, London fog, London fog, London fog, <laughs> London fog, and yeah. a man just furiously creating meringues. <laughs> this creepy figure would lie in wait. For lone women yeah. to walk by. Then he would pounce. He would seize them, lift up their skirts, and then smack their buttocks repeatedly. With his hand, or with a stick, sometimes a rod. Yeah. And then would run into the night crying out his dreadful catchphrase. Spanko! Spanko! <laughs> I mean, it is a dreadful catchphrase, I give him that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we shouldn't laugh. It's a terrible, terrible it, thing. It's assault. It is assault. It is, it is a violent, horrific se sexual assault on someone. Yes, exactly. But also quite amusing. No one could identify this spanking man for obvious reasons. Yeah, perhaps. they're too busy. Yeah. Distracted. <laughs> but yet lots of women at this time came forward, complained of being roundly spanked by a mystery man in the street. And as amusing as this is, and we're going to go down the amusing line, let us completely condone this is unwanted sexual assault. Absolutely. And, and one person, when I mentioned this story to them in passing... How did they deal with all the skirts of the 1600s? I mean, that's true. There's a, there's a lot of layers going on Yeah, there. I was like, you're damn right, actually. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a fair point. Now, these weren't necessarily um, highborn women. Well, still, you're going to have a petticoat and an, and an under petticoat and a sub petticoat. And, and stays. And yes, I mean, and all sorts. And a man sorts. under there I mean, dealing yes, with it. Absolutely. You know. Or probably a lady, ladies a maid. A lady, yeah, lady, ladies maid. Just, <laughs> just crouching <protecting>. underneath. <laughs> protecting the front bit, mainly. Right, yeah. They'd left the buttocks unattended. Mm. But yes, this man was grabbing women, bending them over the knee, uh, lifting up their skirts with the hand, sometimes with a, a switch, uh, sort of a birch switch or um, or a rod, it was said. Now, mm. we don't know what this was. It's like it could, And this could result in injury. So it's oh, not God, absolutely. at all pleasant. However, the stories of it just keep emerging and everyone's just got their head in their hands going, oh, God, this is not going to end well in the press. A booklet was written at the time of Whipping Tom's assaults. And we might... Uh, ponder how this booklet came around it was called whipping tom brought to light and exposed to view by anonymous right this booklet uh recorded his first adventure as near as we can learn was on a servant maid in new street who being sent out to look for her master was turning a corner perceived a tall dark man standing up against the wall as if he had been making water but she had not passed far but with a great speed and violence seized her and in a thrice laid her across his knee, took up her linen, and laid hard upon her backside, as she made her cry out most piteously for help, the which he no sooner perceiving to approach, as she declares, then he vanished. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's the account of the okay. time. Mm. Now, Spooky. the women were shocked. Some sustained uh, injuries. The man moved with such speed, it was said, such incredible vanishing act given such the violence of the sudden violence of this crime people started to think does he have supernatural powers well absolutely mm, yes. shades of spring Hill jack and mm. years to come but yes who is he and how does he escape into the night because this is quite weird the press immediately took to calling him whipping tom there was a pretty obvious nickname there but maybe they just didn't want to go with spanko as the headline yeah no whipping tom i i, I think that's better than spanko yeah, Whipping Tom or yeah. Whipping Jack, it could have been. But they were like, oh, we've used Jack too many times. We will in the future. We will, we will in the future be using Jack a lot. <laughs> oh, at the time, in the 1600s, Jack, it was Jack this and Jack that. Oh, Tom, Tom, let's give Tom a go. The working women of the streets of London um, would not be beaten, literally and figuratively. Oh. 
by this man. They complained loudly to the London's police force, such as it was, with them trying to vaguely assemble some sort of authority. The police in turn said, to be fair, we're not actually properly formed yet, so we'll sort of wander the streets a bit, but you all need to do more. Yeah, you definitely do, people. We've got, like, Bounty Hunters and Dave over there who... (laughs) Who's Dave's not good. Dave's very tired. <laughs> He's very tired. <laughs> the, the the public did take matters into their own hands. The women. The women started to arm themselves against this beast. Uh, pocket knives. Yeah. They were armed up with pocket knives, but others had scissors. They had sharp objects concealed around their body, maybe on the buttocks as well. So one woman walking around with pants made entirely of spikes. <laughs> I, I assume. I see, yeah, absolutely. I assume. Yeah. Or chili. I mean, you, you could you, you got to improvise back then in kind of like, aha, yes. Bees. It's all bees. <laughs> it's just bees. <laughs> I made pants of bees. Yes. Actually, Pesco is just bees. <laughs> exactly. She hums somewhat. She hums as she walks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think the men didn't do anything to help either, Nick. I'm sure they did. When they many, heard... Many great things. Absolutely. When they heard about whipping Tom, oh, oh, they took steps to lay in wait for the foul creature, with several of them electing to dress up as women. <laughs> and wait to be attacked. <laughs> I mean, that, that's generosity. That is, that's taking one for the team, I feel. it's. I mean... Yeah. Oh, no, I oh, hope no, I'm not... Yeah. No, oh, no, who's... No, volunteers? Oh, no, surely not. No one volunteers? Okay, I'll volunteer. All right, Chris, you're already wearing the dress. You've put on a lot of makeup. That's a nice touch. But yes, men were hanging out on street corners like, oh no, if Whipping Tom should get me. <laughs> Proudly volunteered. No one else thought to actually try and do any investigative work no, at no, all. No, 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 none of that. It was all... too busy choosing hats. <laughs> and goddess. Um, the attacks continued, but with no description of this man ever reaching any form of authority. This is the thing about Whipping Tom. No one could describe it. No one ever was able to give a proper mm-hmm. description. And victim or everything, you, you know, you're not going to see the person. No one sees him running away. No one's able to give any kind of identity. Well, the ladies are in shock. They are, absolutely. Such, yeah, such, such, such treatments. But later in 1681, two men were arrested and tried for the attacks. A haberdasher. Oh. And a friend. Haberdasher and company. They were put on trial, but no records exist of their case. No names, no defence, no outcome. All we have is this booklet that says, oh, two men were called. The haberdasher and another guy. Yes, who who didn't note down the profession. Right. Haberdasher, he was obsessed with petticoats. And when he had no more petticoats, he he slapped the flesh going, you should be closed, apparently. I'm in shock. He's weird. I don't know. I mean, it's weird. It's mad. It's it's, it's mad. Certainly mad. mad. Can't argue with that. Was this tale made up to convince people of the police's effectiveness? Were they saying, yeah, we totally caught someone. We've totally yeah, caught someone. I mean, with not even a name. Even back then, they kept records of such things. Yes. So, yes. and it would have been in the paper. Well, yeah. another theory goes was Whipping Tom someone of nobility. Um, whose name could not appear in the paper or any police reports. I mean, possibly. But if you're, so, if you're that way inclined, you're just going to whip from the pleasure of your own apartments, really, aren't you? And your oh, your fancy know. palace. Well, so that becomes just, boring. You could surely? just have people delivered to you for all whipping purposes. Well, yeah, but there's, I guess, from a pervert's perspective, there's something of the thrill of pretending to be lower class and mm, then going out into the maybe, street and, and attacking. Maybe. If you're the sort of sick individual who wants to attack lone women on the street, yeah. having someone delivered to your house isn't going to have the isn't same that, zing. That's very true. That's yes. very true. His house was probably a horrible place to work. I'm just going to say. Whipping Tom was never caught. In 1712, he made another uh, resurgence, I'm going to call well, so that's it. That's quite a question later. Well, yeah, quite a bit later. Oh. So what's that? This so, is Whipping so, Tom so 30 Jr. Years, 30 years later. Well, oh. maybe maybe it was Junior and then he decided, oh, I love doing that. I'm going to oh. do it again. A total of 70 women were said to have been attacked wow. in 1712, spanked by a stranger in the same streets where the previous assailant had lurked. This one was said to have used a birch switch, uh, exclusively to spank the ladies, attack the ladies, um, not his bare hands. 70 women, though, yeah, and that no can't, name. Yeah, that can't be the same person. Over that a two-month period. Yeah. And that's some some speedy work as well. How many is that a day? So, well, that's one a day. Over one a day. Yeah. Over two months. So, yeah. six, 60 days and 70 women. So, that's more than one a day. A man was caught. A man named Thomas Wallace confessed to the crimes. He said that he had done it all for revenge. 
uh, one report that came at the time, he was resolved to be revenged on all the women he could come at after that matter for the sake of one perjured female Mm. who had been barbarously false to him. Right. Apparently, he had told the authorities he had his goal had been to attack 100 women by Christmas. Then he was going to take a break for Christmas. Okay, good. For the 12 days. For the 12 days. That's nice. Specifically. Yeah. Then start up again. It's good to respect one's religion. (laughs) And also the cheese break. (laughs) But we don't know what happened to him. Okay. Or his age. Or where he lived, really. Was he a copycat? Yeah, well, he wasn't the same. He couldn't have been the same person. 30 years difference. Yeah, but back then, life expectancy was like four. (laughs) Um... So, I shudder to think of the original age. Of yeah, well, it's, so yeah, no, I must, but no, I can't imagine it's the same person. I mean, someone's read the years. booklet. Yeah, exactly. Someone's read something, or mm. I mean, okay, I'm not, I'm going to say it, but there's 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 spanking is not that unusual a fetish. No. So for two, for two people thirty years apart to have the same inclinations it's not beyond the world of possibility <laughs> what nick seriously no Sorry. only one person's ever had that thought once Just one one person once of a generation per century <laughs> the other one has to die before the new one to be triggered <laughs> while there were i'm sure very genuine attacks very genuine incidents there's also talk that the rumor mill might have been turning and yeah. plenty of people going oh i was attacked by so and so and all sorts of things you know possibly sex workers at the time who had agreed to something with completely different people going can i get some conversation can i do something like that you know desperate times desperate times all manner of things could be going on mm. but we do not know who whipping tom was we don't know where he is is he still operating now has he defied the laws of physics <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Maybe maybe not, though, that last one. Uh, One nice side note in all of this as well was that there was an alleged case of Whipping Tom in 1672, really early. But the only description was he was described as such an enemy to the milk wench's bums. Such an enemy. Such an enemy. Such an enemy. Sex pest. <laughs> yeah, let's just go with the sex pest. That's nice, yes. So that's a bit mad, isn't it? That, I, I, would, I would definitely agree with your assumption there. You would agree I, with I me that that's mad. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'll go with mad. So let's go to another mad. Okay, more mad. I like more mad. Mad More, 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 more whipping. It is street-based. Street-based. It's not whipping. This is a little bit more brutal. Oh. But not not deadly. Oh, but okay. uh, but mad, but mad. Street-based madness. Okay. Street-based madness. We've got gone into the 1700s now. Oh, okay. Progressed slightly. Yes. Do you know of the London Monster? No, I can't mm, say I do. London Monster. Okay, so this this may be a little bit squeamish for people. Oh, I'm building it up too much, possibly. I like eating eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> I might. I probably would start with that, wouldn't I? By the way, there's going to be some eye chewing going on. No. Okay, so he first appears in 1788. George and London, of all places. Oh, surely not. Now, whereas Whipping Tom was probably targeting uh, ladies maybe of a lower class yeah. in the street, this chap wanted to target wealthy women. Oh. Oh, yes, well-to-do wealthy women in London who were alone in the streets. Well, I don't know how. This is all the information we have. Out for a stroll. Out for a stroll in their many, many layers and their frills. But they all reported, many wealthy women reported being confronted by a large man who seemed to have been following them. And then he would take one of two tactics. He would either begin pretty brutishly shouting obscenities, you know, gross things at them. He would grab them, grab at their skirts, lift the skirts. But this time he would stab them with pins. Oh. Yeah, small blades or pins. Like, so, so it's a pricking fetish really that's weird yeah which is weird it's not very pleasant no the other way he would tempt people in was that he would go up to the lady offer them a lovely bunch of posies nice uh would you like to smell these posies have a lovely posy yeah and there were like sharp objects wouldn't you no you would have a posy what's a a posy a posy is a bunch is it yes it's like a little uh, assortment of flowers a posy of flowers I'm so it's not a particular flower. Basing this entirely on The Simpsons. Yeah, don't do that. When Mo comes up to see Marge and goes, "Here, I bung you some posies." Yeah, no. So a posy is a bunch of flowers. Posies is like a little, yeah, a little bundle of flowers. Oh, a posy. Can't, believe, can't believe Mo lied to me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So a posy. A posy. It's actually a nosegay. It's actually no, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it was called. I put posies because I thought nosegay. It was cute. Yeah. 
because it makes, makes a lovely fragrant smell and well, that's makes it. one's nose happy and joy. Yes, have a have a go on this nose gay. Have a joy on this nose gay. And he would proffer such such florals to the ladies, and then there were uh, spikes in them. Yeah, that's not good. Or blades or or needles, and he would uh, just sort of shove it in their face. Boo. So yeah, not nice. No, not that's nice. not nice. Yes, uh, clearly some sort of weird fetish there. About I don't know why I have a spanking. Fine, crack on, mate. Um, <laughs> well, you're not piercing the skin. Yeah, really, the other one. That's no. Uh, you've crossed a line. <laughs> I'm going in for the baby bell now. So you, <laughs> you need the baby I, bell I, I to need calm su- you. I need sustenance. Stabbing is, is is that is a different level. It's though, quite. It? This is quite weird. Um, other times he was said to have just wantonly slashed at the women's dresses oh. and their skirts would sustain injury along the way, but it seemed to be of something to do with the the clothing. Okay. Now that he was slashing at them again, fifty women, as wow. many as fifty women, claim to have been attacked by this assailant. Yet still, still, the police had very little information. Yeah. He was named the London Monster by the press. A public clamoured for the police to get off their asses mm. and capture him. Again, many men took to the streets. Now less of the dressing up this time. Mm. Didn't really fancy. Well, if they the... know they're going to get stabbed, it's probably yeah. not quite so encouraging. Didn't want to be stabbed what they did do though to reassure all the ladies was wear badges saying not monster well that's very considerate of them they were part of the no monster club no monster club no monster by the way ladies i'm definitely not the london monster definitely definitely not a creepy man who's going to try and stab you absolutely will you come home with me please i have a badge i've got a badge to prove that i'm entirely normal yes let me touch your face This is, yeah. this is so the it's not all men group yeah. of the time going we need to start a club and if we have a badge women won't think we're the pervert yeah we're not the weird ones the London monster couldn't have conceived of doing such a thing shit I should have well, had the, a badge the London monster wouldn't have been able to join such a prestigious club no <laughs> does he have a badge does he have a badge <laughs> no he doesn't have a badge well, he must be a monster he must be a monster <laughs> exactly if you'd only thought of it so, yeah, these guys absolutely securing themselves. Secure, absolutely. Women bleeding in the streets going, yeah. what are you doing? Also, <laughs> pickpockets took full advantage of this as well. Oh, uh, no. Walking around the street. Oh, to men as well. like Just going around, stealing their wallets. And then if the men turned around and looked at them, then the, the pickpockets would go, he's a London monster. Get him. And then all the mob <laughs> would jump <laughs> on him. He'd be like, where off I go? <laughs> okay. Cashing in. Well, yeah, making the most of a bad situation, I suppose. A reward of £100 was offered by a private citizen for the capture of the London monster. Gangs of vigilantes took to the streets to find him and women began to wear copper pans over their petticoats. Okay. <laughs> copper pans is all I have. I don't know if they were flattened. I don't know if it was just all of the pans from the kitchen sort of guarding various areas. Yeah, well, clanging down clang, the street. Clanging down the street. Yeah. But you put them between the various layers, it's going to muffle. Um, <laughs> this is lots of layers. It's, it's the Georgian times. So, yeah, so, um. But eventually a young lady named Anne Porter, who claimed she had been attacked by the London monster previously, was walking in St. James's Park with her beau. And she saw a man and she suddenly took a fright. This was her attacker. Uh-huh. This was her attacker. Her beau, who was with her, went up to the man, challenged him to a duel instantly. You have offended and you have assaulted uh, my her. <laughs> what would you call them? Well, fiance. Fiance. Well, I guess yeah, fiance. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to get married. You have you have offended and assaulted my fiance. I challenge you to a duel. The man that they accosted was twenty three year old Rhinewick Williams. Okay. A violinist and a dancer. Okay. A gentle soul. A gentle soul. Not so good with the guns, probably. No, no, not, no. Or swords, or swords, or anything. Or anything More of the dancing variety. More of the dancing. He can yeah. he can fling a, a fiddle anytime. Yeah. Williams obviously denies this. Like, what are you talking? About? No, no, no. I, I. Yes, I recognise Miss Porter, actually. I, approached... I was at a recital she went to one day or something. <laughs> I think he says he approached her once to inquire of her health and would she walk with him sometime. But no, of course I ne- never would do such a thing. Did, ah! he have a, did he have a badge? He didn't have a badge. Well, that's his own fucking fault, wasn't it? He didn't have a badge. Yeah, he didn't have a badge. The authorities would not have any of this. They would see this man convicted. Oh, we have yeah. a positive identification. That's all they cared about. While they feel like, okay, we may not have enough evidence to point him to any attacks on women... Bad violining? No, defacing clothing, which was a criminal offence at the time. Right. Because of the slashing of the, the skirt. The slashing of the frocks. Yeah, they decide that they can get him on the slashing of the frocks. Right, so the stabbing and the pins, that's fine. I th- the, the, the reports of this are so convoluted because of the age. It would transpire that some of the women who had come forward claiming to have been attacked and stabbed 
had made up false claims. Uh, it, it, it did happen, but the women who happened to be at the trial when this man was brought forward, you know, they were kind of questionable. And they were worried, like, okay, we might not be able to get him on this stabbing thing, but we do have a woman who's got her skirts ripped. And defacing clothing was a crime. Probably less burden of proof as well. Mm. Didn't have to be quite so hot on your evidence Yeah, for a, a pinning that Absolutely. you did with a... Oh yeah, slash my frock. Yeah, slash my frock, uh, and this was this actually dates back to the uh, the value of certain. Well, it would have um, been incredibly wasteful, and yeah. and to to destroy such a thing like that because it would have been horrendously expensive. And exactly, yeah. worth a f- small fortune. Presidents had been set beforehand, and it carries a hefty motherfucking sentence. Wow. D- despite the police having no evidence of this man attacking anyone, and that, as I said, most of the victims called to court couldn't identify him or go like, actually, I made all this up. I was here for a laugh. Williams was sentenced to six years in prison. <laughs> Christ. Mm. The attacks did stop uh, after he went to jail. Okay. But maybe was it because he was caught or the person goes, oh, actually, uh, I need yeah, to I'm calm some, down a bit. Yeah. Someone's been convicted. I need to sort of back away into the background. And or some said they did continue. Oh, maybe it was or him. Was it him? Perhaps him, yeah. yeah. A life of violining and dance mm. was, wasn't enough. Wasn't enough for him. And Porter and her beau did collect the £100 reward. Uh capturing Got him. Got a new, few new frocks out of that, I'm sure. A few new lovely frocks. Now, some people claim this attacker never existed. They claim it was mass hysteria. Closer to the legend of Spring Hill Jack, same yeah. sort of thing. An innocent man, possibly identified by a woman who was terrified. Really, how could 50 wealthy, high-standing women be stabbed in the buttocks by a stranger in the street and no one can identify them? Yeah. That was the question that was asked. I'm not saying it's true. And it's probably also... So you're going to have people, wealthy, high-class women, alone in the street, are going to be the target of pickpockets mm. and all those those sorts of people as well. So if if someone is trying to cut your purse from your belt or something like that, that's going to. So you can think someone's going to try to is trying to grab your ass or something like that mm. when some of that. So it's probably a hundred different pickpockets and little yeah, thieves maybe. and all this sort of thing who have are targeting lone women in the street, as mm. they would, because it's an easy target, rich pickings as well. And it's all being conflated under this one sort of evil bastard who just <laughs> likes poking people in the arse. It's a really um, good point that how many of those women would know of such things? You know, having people cutting your purse and actually cutting your skirts just yeah. to get to your money would be like completely flabbergasted yeah. and just thinking the worst of things. Like, I just want to see if you've got any cash. Yeah, I just, I just want any money. I don't care about touching you or doing anything weird mm. like that. I just want your money. <laughs> so I just want to sort of steal your purse. <laughs> yeah, so. it's it's quite possible that yeah. that was the case in, 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 in a, some in of the a, cases. In a lot of them, it's probably I, just... I'm also sure there were plenty of freaking horrible mm. people in the street assaulting women. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I have no doubt about that. But I don't I don't know if it's all the same person. Well, it's, Just a lot of bastards it's out It's a there. weird thing that why wouldn't that come up in any other period of time? You know, mm. let's look at the rest of the 1700s, you know, the Victorian era. Why don't we have these suddenly spells of attacks if it was just random thieves cutting your purse and cutting your skirt to get your money? Why do we suddenly have this concentration in that year of women all saying they've been stabbed in the buttocks? And before that, being spanked by this yeah. person. You know, it's, it's enough that people have made this a case and yeah. remarked on it. No, that's fair enough. Yeah, that's a fair yeah. point. So, yeah, it must have been something going on. Absolutely. Something happened. Yeah. But now we've been in the 1600s. Mm. We've been in the 1700s. It is now time for the maddest case of them all. Ooh, the maddest of the mad. When I say mad, I said by name. Uh. The case of the mad gasser. Of Mattoon. Okay. <laughs> and I think that's time for a drink. It's a good, definitely time for a drink. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. 
That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So, Nick, we have our drinks. We do. Time for our third and final story. Oh, exciting times. Of madness. Madness, madness, madness. Yes, the mad gasser of Matoon. Matoon, let's go with Matoon. Matoon, yes. Again, a story that has been sent to us since we started this podcast. Mm. A shorter one. But I decided, yes, this will this will meld well with other mad history attacks. Yeah, it goes yes. with the, the madness of themes. And it's quite an interesting one. This is one for a chat about, okay. I think. It's 1944, Nick. Okay. And we are in Mattoon, Illinois. America is at war. Yes. The country is tense, to say mm. the least. But... Back home on home soil, you have many of the families whose loved ones are overseas in service. But it's nighttime on the 31st of August on Grant Avenue in Mattoon. A sheet metal worker named Urban Rafe, good name, good name, awoke in the early hours of the morning feeling very ill and weak. He also noticed a very strange smell in his bedroom. Mm. He's woken up feeling very woozy, very ill, and this smell like cheap, sweet perfume. Within moments, he's retching. He begins to vomit. He turns to his wife, who's sleeping next to him. She's left the stove on. Fuck off and turn off the stove. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah, you wife, go deal with the wife, stove. Wife, go and do stuff. Yeah, he's hitting her, pushing her around. Oh, she's not moving. Oh. She's not moving. No, she's, but she's alive, but she can't move. She's paralyzed. She's alive, but has paralysis through her limbs. They don't perish. They manage to get out of the house, but this is the first incident where two people have just woken up in the night, strange smell, barely can move, vomiting, what the shit has gone on. And there is no gas leak in the house. Mm-hmm. The same night, another family on Grant Avenue experienced a similar terror. A young mother named Alice Kearney awakes next to her two young children and smells the same sickening sweet odour in her bedroom. And it grows stronger and stronger and she also experiences paralysis in the lower half of her body. Now, she manages to call for her sister, but her sister is staying mm-hmm. with her. She manages to scream for her sister to get into the room yeah. and open the window because they're just, they can't breathe yeah, for this, this awful smell. Does this, opens the window, sees no one outside, no house, no mi- military vehicles, no signs of an attack, mm. no no alarms are going off or anything because they fear, is this is this some sort of gas attack? Yeah. Is, you know, what on earth has gone on? The room is cleared and Alice is okay and her kids are okay. Alice's husband returns home. He's a taxi driver. He says he spies a tall man in the garden wearing what appears to be a tight-fitting cap and standing by their bedroom window. He tries to approach the person. The person runs and vanishes. Okay. Okay, this is weird. It's a prowler. Mm -hmm. And then he goes inside and hears what's happened to his wife and children, attacked by some sort of gas in the house. Her throat by now, Alice's throat, is burning and her lips are burning as well. So obviously the police are called. The papers get hold of this story. They run it, labelling the villain as the anaesthetic prowler or as the anaesthetist okay. prowler. The anaesthetist however, they prowler. shit name. I'm just going to yeah, say. Yeah, it's not. It's not the best. They just went a prowler, least. and and they seem to have been anaesthetized, and yeah. just just mash that together and just run it, man. Run it. It's late at night. <laughs> it could be the attacker wanted to break into the house. They think okay. The Kearneys themselves had a lot of money in the house. Oh. It was quite known. Maybe that only emerged when the police spoke to them. 
but maybe someone was taking their chances and trying to sneak in and do a daring robbery. But it soon appears that Alice was not alone as Urban Rafe's story comes out and then two more people report the same strange smelling gas in the neighbourhood, in the houses that night and being partially paralysed by it, including two children. What's more, more people are reporting seeing a tall man in a tight-fitting hat or mask prowling the streets at the time. (laughs) The 5th of September... Carl and Bueller cords come home. And as they come onto their porch, they notice on the screen door of the house, there is a white cloth and Bueller picks up the cloth. For some reason, she smells it, maybe instinctively, like what is this, brings it close to her face. Immediately says she's losing the feeling in her limbs. Her throat is badly burned by the fumes and she actually starts to spit blood. Oh, Christ. So it's pretty savage. Yeah, absolutely. From one one inhalation. Yeah. That's... um quite close by she survived she's okay the couple later think was the rag left there for their dog their dog used to guard the porch was it intended to knock the dog out or kill the dog again was someone trying to get into the house why would someone leave this there or was it for them in the following days several more homes were attacked by this mystery prowler all people report is a tall man wearing this tight-fitting cap some say it is a mask some say it may be a gas mask Mm. others report that he is carrying a flint gun Okay. So that kind of old-fashioned... Yeah, right, oldie-oldie-woldie. <laughs> gassy kind of gun. <laughs> gassy? What? Sorry, sorry, what's, sorry. A ga- what's a gassy kind of gun? But no one can give more of a description than that. Just like our previous two assailants, all we have is this seeming gas attack on several households in this town and a shady figure wandering around and no one can pinpoint who he is. By the Cord's house, they have a skeleton key is found on the ground near to the house. So they've got the rag and the door, a skeleton key to the house is found on the ground and also an empty tube of lipstick. Oh, a mm. random, random object. Yeah, were they dropped? Yeah. Did they belong to the attacker? Did the attacker want to look chic for the well, whatever they were would, doing? Well, one would when one is attacking, you I would, feel. You would, The attacker struck again, according to witnesses, now apparently being seen spraying fumes through open windows and causing residents to flee screaming oh. from their homes. Panic is now mounting that the town is under some sort of attack Yeah. from a madman armed with poisonous gas. Yeah, that's disturbing. The police step in and go, okay, no one's to linger in residential areas. If we see any of you on the street, we're going to disband you we're and send going, you we're home. Going to shoot you. Go home because that—that's apparently safe. There's no chance of a gas attack there. Probably everyone standing outside go. Well, we do don't feel safe. Yeah, in there. absolutely. Outside is probably better than inside at this point. <laughs> yeah, uh, they warned against uh, vigilante reprisals, but there are still armed groups marching yeah. about up and down the street, attacking farmers and anyone who's spraying their roses against Greenfly. A bunch of farmers actually join the hunting group, going, "No, let them steal our pesticide." <laughs> probably the police are, are both trying to stop these mystery attacks but also stop the public groups from fucking shit up. Yeah. So this is where we have, again, the juxtaposition between back then, we need you to fight the criminals. Now the police going, please don't. Please don't do anything. Just go home and sit down. Stop <laughs> trying to destroy Joe Malone. It's not going to help. Go and have a nice cup of tea somewhere. The trouble is now everyone is reporting attacks by the gas man to, to the police every five seconds, mm. practically. People are seeing prowlers. They're seeing blue vapors in the house. They are being gassed. They're being hounded. But so many of these reports now turn out to be false alarms. Yeah. When the police turn up, there's nothing. There's not. There's no hit. There's no one even injured. There's no signs of any of the burning Just or the crazy gas attacks. paranoia. Exactly. And the police decide to come right out and say this. They say, this is all nonsense, in so many words. They say to the public and the press, look, most of these have been false alarms. Yeah. You're calling us every two minutes. They're false alarms. Nothing is happening. We think this is all reasonable explanations. There isn't someone prowling the streets. The only explanation they gave for their reasonable explanation is that it may have been gas from the local Atlas Diesel Engine Company. Okay. So the great big plant that's in their town, you're just going to libel them, are you? Just go, oh, well, it could just be poisonous could, gas could from the big be, corporate. Yeah, yeah. Overspill or something from the... <laughs> it's quite possible. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, it sounds like something you should follow up, but they don't. But also, I think probably less sort of health and safety 
and sort of environmental protections mm. back back then. So, I so guess it could well be this factory pumping out fuck knows what. That would be um, a follow-up investigation. Yeah. But they're saying right now, look, if it is this factory, it's not a man prowling the street. Yeah. No one is breaking into your homes, like you said. It's only this factory trying to kill you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so. And all of you who swear down that people have been in your house, well, it's a figment of your imagination and it's mostly women anxious about all their husbands mm. being at war. Yeah, yeah, which is not so great. They said anyone who came to them reporting a gas attack and who didn't submit to a medical examination would be arrested. Okay. Yeah, they go, yeah they're not taking any shit here, are no, they? No, exactly. <laughs> Report stopped. Yeah, unsurprisingly. Fear, embarrassment, whatever it is. The gas's terrible rain appears to have stopped. Apart from one report from a woman named Bertha Burge. Bertha. Mm. Bertha said she had seen the attacker after the reports had stopped. She had seen the attacker and just said it was a woman disguised okay. as a man. But that was it. There's no more information. Right. The mad gasser of Matun was never heard from again. And their identity, if they ever existed, remains a mystery. Uh-huh. And again, people believe this is a case of mass hysteria. I don't think he ever existed. Midst of war. Yeah. Fear, atta- fear of attack. Of gas attacks. Absolutely. People separated from their loved ones, really fearful of what was happened. Is it someone taking advantage of the situation? But to what end? To To what gain? Were they trying to break into houses and steal money? Was this person... A brilliant chemist and a shit burglar. I mean, say if if houses have been broken into and things stolen, that would surely be, would have been reported as well. So to have no, have no reports of yeah of burglaries and hmm. muggings or anything like that, if people are rendered unconscious and then someone has stolen things or done terrible things, but to have no reports of that. Well, th- that's the point. Is that they were terrible as a burglar like this was someone chancing themselves and going i've got some chemicals i think i can knock people out and whatever the dosage was over this very small number of days where the genuine possible attacks happened was this someone trying to gas people in their homes but they all woke up and they all started shouting they all started screaming so it didn't work they didn't knock anyone out and they weren't able to get in and steal stuff and the couple who came home on their porch yeah. were not knocked out and the dog wasn't knocked out. This person was just terrible just at burgling. Terrible, terrible, terrible at their plans. Had an idea yeah. and caused a lot of problems. That Yes, I suppose that is absolutely a possibility, I suppose. Or toxic waste. Was it this diesel engine plant? I mean, that probably... Rolling down the hill or is, wherever it was? I wouldn't be surprised if that... Especially if you're in the middle of war, a plant like that would be sort of required to have increase their output by god knows how much to to sort of um yeah for for the war effort and such like if they're making motors and electronic equipment or whatever it is they're gonna have to they're gonna be required to right you need to triple your production Mm. so were corners cut were were safety things overlooked for the sake of productivity and meeting quotas and what have you and that resulted in this this random this this random release of toxins or what i'll be much more inclined to say something like that based on the 10 minutes conversation we've had now (laughs) (laughs) and and, and now my obvious expertise in the matter um (laughs) more likely something like that i don't know it's 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 weird enough that maybe it's possible but yeah maybe th- I-, I like the way that the police 100 percent went oh it's big farm oh, it's big there. farm did it they're like what well big farm like diesel big, big, <laughs> like, yeah big diesel <laughs> big diesel big diesel big corporation that's yeah. it the corporations are all being corporationally the other very popular explanation alien oh I mean, obviously it's aliens yeah it's an alien yeah it was coming gassing people to right, steal one, their skin one big farty alien yep 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 was uh just attacking these people there just doesn't seem to have been any gain in this for, for anyone, really. No, no. For a- aliens, burglars. Who knows? Maybe they got our farmer. DNA. <laughs> <laughs> the diesel company did not make human yeah. cars. No, yeah. No one seems to have profited greatly by this by this gassing. But that's it. It's the gassing of several people in this town. They were poisoned in their own homes, they claimed, which led to a huge number of allegedly false claims 
false alarms that the police had to deal with. And so the case was roundly stopped and like, right, all of you stop reporting anything. So maybe there had been an isolated incident, but then everyone just got on the bandwagon of it because of war hysteria, because of just... I I definitely definitely agree with that. I think whatever Mm. caused the initial thing, if it was some lone man experimenting with something, and it was obviously failing, or it was a result of a... A, a toxic release or whatever or an alien or whatever <laughs> obviously those few cases caused a mass yes panic and the, yeah you're absolutely right the the ambience at the time of the mm. being being at war everyone worried about loved ones being away and things like that yeah it's gonna heighten con- concern and mm. general confusion yeah maybe it was whipping tom who'd come back he was gassing people in maybe order. everyone just needed a good whipping everyone needed a good just, spanking. Yeah, just, everyone needed a good spanking <laughs> Put your trousers up. Get on with it. <laughs> there you have three cases of truly mad Excellently crimes. maddening crimes. <laughs> Nicely done. Well, what do you think, people? What do you think of our three mad crimes? What do you think of the mad gasser of Mattoon? I hope I pronounced that right. Yes, a popular poisoning story that has been uh-huh. sent to us. A short one because we go, okay, well, this just happened. This is what it is. What do you think? Do you think this was an attacker and then cause some mass hysteria do you think it was all mass hysteria do you think there was no gassing anywhere ever what happened with this paralysis and this strange smell was it a toxic waste was it something even weirder that we haven't explored or was it aliens aliens or ghosts ghosts Gas, ghost gassing ghost ghost gassings the london monster again very strange with the with the pricking of things yeah, by the pricking that's of my thumbs fun. yeah less yeah. fun but whipping tom whipping, whipping tom. tom yeah that was horrible for some of the people but also just a bit weird yeah running around shouting spanko spanko it's not a great catchphrase no he could have thought of a better one yeah but i don't know what well, i mean the great, if the great be- spanko the Great Spanko. He could have been the Great Spanko. He might have had that written on the back of his yeah. cloak while flapping he, into one, the night. One would need a cape, I feel. Like, <laughs> that. So yeah, the great, the great Spanko. Well, tell us what you think of our mad crimes. Jump on the comments of wherever you listen to this episode. Talk to us on social media. Share your thoughts amongst your friends, your family, of other listeners. Uh, tell people in the street. Talk to them of these yeah, tales and do. demand to know answers Spank from them. Spank them. Spank them as you walk past. <laughs> no, get consent first. We cannot yes. stress that enough. That's, that's fair. You must have consent and then have at it. Then, then crack on. While doing all of that, do maybe mix yourself up a mad monkey. Um, have a mad monkey. I mean, it's Friday night, so why not? Why the hell not? Absolutely. Have why a not? madly monkey <laughs> Madly monkey. Madly monkey cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's dying horribly. The recipe will be out at some point. Whenever this episode comes out, <laughs> but that evening, moments will. after the moments, episode comes, but, but out. moments after the recipe will be out there for everyone to enjoy. Uh, yes, and if you're listening to this now, go buy all the booze and uh, mix <laughs> up something. Keep tagging us in your cocktail pictures from around the world. Share them on social media. We love to see what you're drinking. Send us more suggestions of stories that we could be covering. They don't have to be murders. They can be just mad, mad crimes that we can delve into. And if you haven't already, please come and join us on Patreon for more crazy stories every single week, as well as lots of extra bonus content. And find us on TikTok because it's fun. It is, apparently. It is. I am. (laughs) Sinead's hilarious. (laughs) I'm not. Thanks for listening, guys. We have been the people inside the Poisoner's Cabinet. We will see you next week. And remember, your loved ones are trying to kill you. Bye.